Blog Talk Radio. So it's faith-based. So you're involved with faithism, not atheism, right? It was that you said, saying that you know, a lot of Christians, um, they maybe text or they maybe email you, and you know they were pretty much scared of you. And I said, oh, okay, a challenge, okay. No, I believe the Bible. I don't believe the Bible is saying that slavery is okay because it gives instructions about how to handle slavery. Andrew, that's faith. You just said you accept evolution, evolution theory. So that's faith. You got faith in a theory. By any chance, are you gay? Uh, what do you think about Baltos? Hello, everyone. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me here again on the Atheist Roundtable. This is supposed to be a weekly live college show about atheism and agnosticism, belief, non-belief, and a whole bunch of other things that just flow into your host's stream of consciousness for about a half hour or so here on Blog Talk Radio, where the show is posted. I'm your host. My name is Andrew Garber. Look, things have been really crazy. I will eventually get back to every doggone week at 11 p.m. here on Blog Talk Radio. One of these days, just as soon as life stops throwing me all these doggone curveballs, I promise you it's coming. I had to do a show this week. I had to do a show this week. This is the show that's coming to you on November 13, 2016, right after the presidential election for 2016. And I really wanted to make sure that I got a show out this week. It was very important to me. Even though the craziness, well, <laughs> doesn't really seem to ever take a break. But this week, it was very important for me to get a show out. Uh, by the way, if you like the show, please send me a friend request on Facebook. Like the fan page for the Atheist Roundtable on Facebook. And most importantly, for the terrorists will win, give me that oh-so-coveted five-star review on iTunes that's the way you tear down the wall, okay? <laughs> Look, enough about that. Uh, when I was a believer, back when I was a Catholic, the idea of penance was very important. Penance was a way that you healed your broken relationship with God once you've committed some, some sin. Uh, whatever it was, Catholics have a sacrament called reconciliation or confession. You go, you tell your sins to a priest, the priest absolves you of your sins, and often will give you some kind of penance or something to do, some prayers to recite in order to make up for all the naughty that you just confessed. When I was a believer, this was extraordinarily important. This was the way that I was going to be able to do something in order to get back in God's good graces. This was the thing that I would be able to say, that I would be able to accomplish in order to make uh, my relationship with God whole once again. Because I was always sinning. And uh, there's a funny story that I will sometimes uh, tell people that when I was a believer, I never actually confessed to the sin of masturbating, because once you confess the sin, you're supposed to stop. I never actually intended to stop. One more time, just one more. But penance was very important. It was something that I always wanted to, have, to be able to do 
in order to make things right again. Looking back now, as an atheist, looking back now, does penance still have any importance to me? Is the concept of penance something that's still important? I think it is. You know, this podcast is part, when I was a believer, I held a lot of bad beliefs, beliefs that were harmful to other people, beliefs that did harm to people. When I would say things or do things based on my religious beliefs that were not helpful, certainly not humanistic, those things I now look back and think to myself, I need to make up for that. Now as an atheist, the people I have to make up to, the people that I want to make my relationship whole again, is not a relationship that I have with some imaginary deity. Instead, it's the things that I did to those people. Those people that I told were damned do the, the things that I thought they should do in order to maintain their good standing with the God I believed in. This was my God. This was the God that I had in my mind. And the things that I saw other people doing, including myself, were things that this God was not going to approve of. And I let these people know that. I let these people know that I thought that they were endangering their immortal souls. And when you think that someone's immortal soul is in danger, good friends or um, people who are trying to be good friends will tell people that they're doing horrible things, that they're doing things that the God of creation doesn't want them to do. This is harmful. This is a bad thing to do. And I realize that now. And looking back now, I see that if I harmed people, then the best penance I can do is to not just take back what I said, but to now say a message that's better, humanistic. That that message a lot of times, sounds an awful lot like, you be you. You do the things that make you happy, that make you fulfilled. And if people don't like it because of their particular religious convictions, that's too dang bad, isn't it? You be the person that you know you can be. You, re you love the people that you want to love, you be the kind of person that you can be without the burden of these religious convictions that come from some made-up morality rather than your own. That's the kind of penance that a lot of people feel, right? That's the kind of penance that you will hear so many atheists needing to do. The kinds of things where we look back and think to ourselves, man, we screwed up. I screwed up when I said to people that what they were doing was wrong. When it was only ever wrong in, uh, within the context of some religious moral edict. 
It was only wrong because I thought that the God I believed in said it was wrong. But really, now, it's not wrong at all. In fact, there's something quite right about it. To make up for saying all these terrible things, I feel compelled now to say exactly the opposite. I feel compelled now to use my voice as much as I can to, to spread a different, that's the case. When Listen to other atheists. Listen to other atheist podcasts. Listen to the people who used to be believers, who are now atheists. Listen to what they have to say about their previous convictions and why they feel so convicted to do the kinds of things that they do today, to, to find the kind of activism that they have today. It's because they realized that through religion, they harmed people. I harmed people. Friends. Close. These were close friends. These were people that I truly care about, still care about today. And with my believer eyes on, what they were doing was bad. With my humanist eyes on, what they are doing is the things that they do to be happy, be fulfilled, be complete people. That's not bad. It's good. And saying that it's saying that these people are doing horrible things when they're not is harmful. Thus, this concept of penance comes back. And it's the reason why I feel compelled to try to say the things that I said supposed to be a political show. This isn't supposed to be a current events kind of show. I really think that there are plenty of other current events and political shows out there, and I don't want my show to be another one. But there are a lot of people feeling left out, alone, abandoned, especially after our recent presidential election, where Donald Trump is the president-elect of the United States. There are a lot of people with a lot of hurt and a lot of fear. And I just want to say that if you're feeling hurt, if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling afraid, that, I think, is completely rational. We should allow that fear, that anxiety to paralyze us. In fact, I would like to see that fear, that anxiety to motivate us. It's, it's going to be very soon um, a time where bigoted, racist, xenophobic beliefs start to become mainstream again. I, that, is, that is my biggest fear about uh, Donald Trump's election is that racist, xenophobic, misogynistic kind of attitudes will become emboldened and become mainstream soon. These ideas have always been here. These ideas aren't new. What we need in order to combat bad ideas are more 
voices shouting good ideas. We have to combat those bad ideas with our own good ideas. We have to say, no, Muslims aren't horrible people who should be banned entry from the United States. No, a wall does not promote unity. No, women should not be expecting to, uh, women should not accept sexual assault as a presidential kind of action. People of color shouldn't have to worry about their lives as they step out onto their front porch. We should be able to say all of these things with as much force and as much enthusiasm as we currently have fear and anxiety. I was, uh, I was at my local atheist meetup a few days ago. We were talking about the fallout from the recent election. The thing I said to everyone was, look, we all feel right now that our voices weren't heard. We all feel right now that our votes didn't make it to Washington. And that might be true. The way that we're going to be able to combat that is by making our current voices as loud as they can possibly be. And one of the ways that we can do that is by podcasting, by blogging, by sharing our views with the world. So if if you're in a place where maybe I should start a podcast, maybe I should start a blog, maybe now would be the time to do that. Maybe now would be the time to begin to shout a little louder. I can tell you, I can tell you from my little bit of experience that the atheist podcaster community isn't one, is not a competitive group. We want more voices. We want to hear you. We want to hear what you have to say. We would welcome into our community. We would love to have so many voices that we just can't download them all. In fact, that, whenever I realized that I wasn't able to make it through my cycle of atheist podcasts in a week, makes me feel good. Makes me know that there are voices out here that I get to listen to that make me feel welcome and acknowledged. These are my extended family. And I am truly grateful to everyone in my podcaster family. If you have ever wanted to meet one of your fellow podcasters, could I just take a second right here in the middle of the show to promote ReasonCon? Can I just do that? Can I just take a break from what I was saying and talk about ReasonCon for just a second? ReasonCon is the greatest con for atheists and agnostics and especially the fan of the atheist podcasters that you will ever see. It is happening next April 21st and 22nd in 2017 at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Hickory, North Carolina. You want to go to ReasonNC.com for all the information. Tickets are on sale now, and you want to book your hotel and get your tickets today. Look, look, 
most podcasters go to ReasonCon. And if you don't believe me, just listen to the people who are going to be there. Callie Wright will be there from the Gatheist Manifesto, Matt Dillahunty, Aaron Rod, Jim Craig, Lawrence Krauss will be there, Emily Templewood. There's also a special musical guest, Shelly Siegel, will be at ReasonCon April 21st to 22nd in Hickory, North Carolina. The Master of Ceremonies, Bobby C. from No Religion Required. It's going to be amazing. And did you know that they just announced that there's going to be a special event Saturday, April 22nd? The God Awful Movies cast is coming to do a live recording, live, with God Awful Movies. You can't beat that. Go to ReasonNC.com, get your tickets, book your hotel. It will be amazing. I can't wait to be there. I can't wait to be there at ReasonCon. ReasonCon always puts a big uh, emphasis on the podcasters. ReasonCon understands that podcasters use their voice to do the kind of penance that we all feel we have to do to make up for the harm that we caused as believers, to make up for the things that we did, the things that we said cause real harms because of religious faith. And losing that faith, looking back on our lives now, we know the only chance that we're ever going to get to make up for those kinds of things is this life, right now. We can celebrate that together. Reason come. Hickory, North Carolina, April 21st, 22nd, Brown, Brown Plaza Hotel. Get your tickets. Book your hotel. Dog on it. Just do it. You know, I never felt this good doing penance when I was a believer. I never felt like I was really making a difference and making bridges and doing something really good when I was just saying ten Hail Marys, ten Our Fathers. I never felt like I was – it always felt like that that bridge that I wanted to build back to God. Somehow harder than just doing whatever penance was assigned by my priest at at the end of confession. Now, my penance is up to me. The actions that I do to make up for it are up to me. Whatever I do, whatever you do, whatever it is that you do, that will be good enough. That will be. Maybe all you need to do Change your mind. Change your attitude. Live your life. Live your life as a good person. A good person without supernaturalism. Maybe that's all you need to do. I think that's good enough. I think that's the kind of penance that uh, works. That actually works. It feels good to be able to right those wrongs, to make those bad things, turn them into good things. It's weird now. Okay, it's not. It's kind of weird. I don't shy away from the term atheist evangelist. I 
really do think atheism has a gospel, that it is good news that there is no God. This good news that there is no God does, however, mean the only life we have to fix the errors we've made is this one. The only chance we get is the life we have now. The things that we do truly do matter. They make a difference. We can see it. We can feel it. We can touch it. It's a real difference made with real people in this, our one real life. It's good stuff. It it, It just, I don't know if I can put this into words, which is odd for me. I don't know that I can put into words the satisfaction that I get from knowing that I've been able to mend some of the wounds that I left as a believer. I think that this penance isn't so much of a uh, an assignment from God, but it's more of a self-imposed mission that I want to try to be better than I was before, that I want to try to make sure that this is the life that I want to live, to be better than I was yesterday, to, re- to always remember to reflect inward, look at myself, and wonder what it is I have to change today. Where have I gone wrong? What, have I, what do I need to learn? How can I make more things happen? Oh, yeah. One of these days I'm going to be back to a weekly schedule. But for now, my brain's been fried. Can, can, I, I, you know, that's just the way things go, I guess, sometimes. Brains get fried. My brain's been fried forever. I'll tell you what, man. Um, I don't, I don't, the, the, the times leading up to the election was just wearing me down. This time after the election has just thrown my head for a loop. My brain has done exploded. It's still hard for me to process the results. But one thing I know for sure is that the secular community isn't going away. We're going to be louder. We're going to be stronger. And to anyone, anyone who is a member of a group that is afraid that our new president may do something to backtrack on progress that's been made under the Obama administration. Let me say to you, we're watching too. We're watching too. There's so many of us that are just waiting to make sure that we can protect the rights and the privileges and the honor of personhood that you've been able to achieve. We want to move forward, not backward. But if, uh, but if just keeping things afloat is where we need to go, then that is what we are going to fight for. We will stand by you. We will not abandon you. You're not alone. You are not alone. You have a community out here 
who is ready, ready to fight for the rights that you have earned. You always had earned these rights. They've just recently begun to be recognized. We know we don't want to go back. We only want to go forward. We're ready. We're ready to pick up that fight and do it again if we have to. Oh, going to be, <laughs> again, I don't want this to be a political show, but it's going to be some, it's going to be some time before we all heal from this. And in the meantime, I think that perhaps one thing we can always use more of are your voices. Be heard. Be seen. That's some of the greatest stuff that all of us can do. And, and if you feel like you're alone, you're afraid, perhaps, maybe, come join us at ReasonCon, where we can come together in person, wrap our arms around you, and let you know we've got your back. Because we we absolutely do. I hope that I can give you hope. I hope that what I can do to be an ally, to use whatever slice of privilege that I might be able to have on your behalf, I hope I'm able to do it to your satisfaction. That's it for me tonight, guys. Listen, one day, every week, hopefully again next week. We'll see. It's coming up on Thanksgiving. And this year, perhaps more than ever, it will be a good time to look back on things that we are thankful for. And in the meantime, don't forget to go to ReasonNC.com. Get your tickets in your hotel room. For reason con three. Oh man, I can't. You're gonna have you're gonna have to put up with me talking about reason con until like I don't know a year from now because I will still be rambling on about how awesome reason con three was a year from now and right now it's uh it's far away in April 2017. But you want to be there because it will be amazing. You do. In the meantime, whatever penance you do to make things better for other people, that will be enough. For me, it's going to be making, trying to make my voice heard that today I'm a humanist. And things that I may have said when I was a believer don't represent me any longer. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. God isn't here. We are. Good night. Like the fan page for the Atheist Roundtable at slash Atheist Roundtable on Facebook or find your host at slash Andrew the Atheist. Send all of your email to andrewtheatheist at gmail.com. This podcast is the official podcast of atheists, humanists, and agnostics of the Wabash Valley. Find us on Facebook for monthly meetups. Music for this episode is provided, as always, by Dick Richards. Thank you, Dick. God is here. We are. Take care of yourselves.